Joe Walsh with Welcome to the Club, and welcome to the very first episode of All the World's Ring right here on the Anchor app, and maybe you're listening even in Facebook, because you can join my Facebook wrestling group at Facebook Wrestling Organization, that is the FWO we have going on over at Facebook. Just follow and answer one question, maybe it's two questions, and I'll be sure to add you to the group if you're a wrestling fan or if you just want to learn more about wrestling. But anyway, we are here, our very first episode of the World's Ring, and we're talking about, well, is wrestling still popular? And uh, that that's a huge question to ask right now in the wrestling world, and highly, highly debated, really. Because, really, if you ask anyone who's watching WWE right now, they may be saying that wrestling is very much in a decline. But all throughout the world, it seems it is getting more popular, I guess. Of course, you would have to ask the ones actually in the industry, whatever they feel. Jim Cornette, of course, has been very adamant about how terrible wrestling has become and how it is no longer popular. And then you ask someone like Cody Rhodes, whose pay-per-view just sold out in under 30 minutes. That is pretty amazing. 10,000-seat venue just sold out in under 30 minutes for that all-in pay-per-view that will be taking place in Chicago coming up a few, in a, uh, a few weeks, really. <clears throat> and looking at all this, I mean, there's plenty of evidence that shows, hey, I mean, it's it's still there. People still watch it. Um, the ratings, yes, they are down, uh, but... Seems like independent wrestling, the ratings are kind of going up. I mean, like Impact Wrestling, with starting to gain gain more popularity, and uh, it just keeps on gaining and gaining and gaining more and more uh, popularity, more and more fans, more and more ratings. So maybe WWE is just in a decline. Maybe everything else is doing much better. But ah, I guess we'll see. Because ah. Uh, it just depends, really. Um, but that's what we're going to be talking about today. A little bit of an intro for you. Thank you so much for listening along to the World's Ring. We'll be right back with some more great stuff. Keep you in anticipation. All the World's Ring is brought to you by Los Trojas Mexican Restaurant. Am I a Of course not. I just like Mexican food. Go on down to the official sponsor of All the World's a Ring podcast, hosted by yours truly, Kyle Davis, on down at Las Trojas Cantina. Where they're at? Well, just a little bit everywhere. You want to go to Atlanta? You want to go to Athens? You want to go to Florence? You want to go to Madison? You want to go to Fayetteville? You want to go a little bit of anywhere. Las Trojas Mexican Restaurant. Tell them that you heard it on All the World's a Ring, and they'll say, well, good job. Thank you for listening. Los Trojas Mexican Restaurant, the official sponsor of all the World's Ring podcast. The best Mexican food around at a Los Trojas Mexican Restaurant. And we're back here on the World's Ring podcast. Thank you for sticking around after those few minutes. 
And Los Chihuahuas Mexican restaurant. Yep, one more time. But anyway, we're going to be talking about, is wrestling more popular? Is it less popular? Does it matter? Who cares? Maybe we all care a little bit. I mean, we want to look, of course, You, everybody wants to go back to the Attitude Era. The greatest ratings that they have ever seen during that time. I mean, just an absolute amazing, absolutely amazing time to be a wrestling fan. You just, you just really couldn't get much better um, during this time. You had WWE owned, of course, by oh, Vince McMahon. And then you had WCW owned by Ted Turner. Now, the one thing that gets on my mind every single time someone says WCW, they got to, since old Ted Turner's from the South, they got to be like, WCW, wrestling. I want you to shut up. Watch some daggum wrestling. Who the hell, I mean, who the heck cares which way I say wrestling? Good grief. Sitting here making fun of the South. If it wasn't for the South, there wouldn't be no dang wrestling, no freaking where. You say, what about Vince McMahon and his little territory up in the northern regions? Oh, who cares? If it wasn't for Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman in Memphis wrestling, WrestleMania would have never happened. The Rock connection would have never happened. There would be no WrestleMania. There would be no celebrities. There would be no Vince McMahon no more. And there would probably still be territories happening where Memphis would probably be one of the best ones because it actually was pretty good wrestling. And not Liberace up there kicking legs with some gum, whatever you, Rockettes, good grief, uh, ringing his bells. But oh well, let's get off that for a second. But yes. Let's go back. Let's make fun of the southern people, shall we? Because they love wrestling. Uh, get out of my butthole. Okay, here we are. We're going to be looking at the Monday Night War. I mean, this was without a doubt when it was most popular. I mean, you have stuff. Whenever Monday Nitro debuted, it was absolutely monumental. Because that means, hey, there's competition for Monday Night Raw which is owned by WWE, Monday Night Raw, WWE, Monday Nitro, WCW. And on the very first episode of Monday Nitro, Lex Luger, you know, old Lex Express, who was failed miserably in WWE, returns to WCW. And I believe that is huge. Absolutely huge. Um, let's also look after that. It was a weird debut, though. I mean, he's just standing there in the very first episode. They're in a mall. He just stands there. That's that's just weird. But then um, another moment in Monday Nitro history, Medusa, formerly known as Alundra Blaze, of course, from the WWE. She goes over to WCW, and she is the WWE's women's champion and she takes that WWE women's championship and she throws it in the trash on her debut on Monday Nitro that is huge absolutely huge and just many many things happen and you just storylines happen and DX happens the new world order happens and you just just I mean 
you get the raw, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin with Austin 316 coming up, and then Austin feuding with Mike Tyson, Austin feuding with Mr. McMahon, which, I mean, how can we forget that awesome, awesome time? I mean, we remember the greatest moment, right, when Vince McMahon, uh, his evil little people, his ultimate power, and he was trying to trick Steve Austin and pretty much trick all of us. It was a very disappointing letdown, almost as disappointing as a gobbledygooker. But whenever old Vince McMahon was was revealed as the higher power, it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch! Man, I just I just love that. I kind of I kind of just wanna just wanna listen to it just uh just one more time if uh if you don't mind. It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch! What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along. It was me all along. Oh, Vince McMahon, you crazy, crazy fella. And um, then, I mean, you just have a lot more stuff happening during this Attitude Era time. Um, like the Rock and Sock connection. Um, uh, and just amazing things that happened there. And uh, seeing Mick Foley with his um, 20 Years of Hell tour in uh, Huntsville with... Uh, at the stand up live place. It was it was great. It was great hearing everything that he had been through with the rock and how um just all the stuff that happened of course when he got thrown off that hell in a cell and everything. Um it's just it's just absolutely hilarious. Uh you get Mick Foley and The Rock, the most unlikely duo. Of course the rock is the hottest thing happening in WWE. I mean people always want to give Credit to Stone Cold Steve Austin and yes Vince McMahon, but uh, just absolutely an, an amazing time to be a wrestling fan, just without a doubt. Um, and then you have, of course, the "This Is Your Life" moment with Mick Foley and The Rock. What an amazing time that was, and uh, Mick Foley bringing up. All the people from the Rock's past, like his his old uh, home ec teacher, and then his gym coach, and his old girlfriend. It was just it made for hilarious television. It was a one of the highest rated episodes of Monday Night Raw um, that there's ever been. Hey, Coach, uh, that's a really nice whistle you have around your neck. You and mine, Coach Rock, uh, like to do something special with that whistle. Oh, no. I wonder what that could be. The Rock would like to take that whistle you got, shine it up real nice. Oh, that's nice. Turn that some bitch sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass. He's going to be turning it sideways, folks. Oh, The Rock. He just keeps on. Yeah. You just cannot beat it, really. I mean, yeah, there is plenty wrong with the Attitude Era, but man, 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 just amazing stuff. Just week in and week out with the war, the Monday Night War, and the NWO. I mean, that's basically all WCW had, so of course they were going to be featured. So you had The Rock and Austin, The Rock, uh, and Mick Foley, Austin McMahon, 
DX, all kinds of stuff. Just great stuff for the time during this Attitude Era that people still want to go back to. Alright, of course everybody wants to go back to the Attitude Era. But, of course, we'll not be able to do that the way the world is today. Why not? Uh, heck, if I know, do what you want if you ask me. But, whatever. Um, then, after the Attitude Era follows the Ruthless Aggression Era. WWE has bought out WCW. Um, you get all that coming in. You get all that talent. The invasion angle, that was freaking terrible. No stars from WCW. Unless, I mean, Booker T was their biggest star. And really, that's it. That is really it. Who else do you want me to say? I mean, all the other people had already joined WWE before, like Eddie Guerrero and all them. Hulk Hogan, Goldberg, the rest of the NWO. That won't be for a little bit later. So, we get on to that. We get on to the greatest WrestleMania of all time with WrestleMania 17 taking place in 2001. The greatest WrestleMania of all time. Some people say it is. Um, a lot of people say it is actually. Everybody that you ask says, says that. Um, WrestleMania 17, the best WrestleMania ever. Then WrestleMania 18, a great WrestleMania. You have uh, The Rock taking on Hollywood, Hulk Hogan. What a great match that was. I think the crowd really made that the match that it was up in old Canada. But still, an amazing, amazing match. And then you get WrestleMania 19, an amazing WrestleMania, an overlooked WrestleMania. I believe that, that if that's not number one, it's number two all day long. Then you just keep going. Um, Ruthless Aggression Era. And then you get into what we now refer to it as the PG Era, where you drop the TV 14 and you go to PG. Oh, boy. <sighs> Things have happened in the PG Era. There have been great matches. I mean, you look at WrestleMania 25, of course. Um, not, I mean, an okay WrestleMania but you had one the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. I mean, it just is, plain and simple. Ste Steamboat and Savage, second greatest WrestleMania match of all time, third. Greatest WrestleMania of all time, WrestleMania 25, The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Um, just hands down. I mean, really, let's just be honest about it. Um, they have good matches. You have the end of an era match at WrestleMania 28. I mean, and if you want to look before that, of course, I was just looking at some WrestleMania examples, but I mean, you have CM Punk, the man that everybody wants to come back because he's just, he was amazing and he was a great wrestler. He was a great talker. He can, he was a little feller. Well, I mean, little compared to people like Big Show, John Cena. I mean, he's still a very big dude, but, um. Yeah, that's, he's just, he comes in, and he takes over, really. He's uh, he's not necessarily pushed, but then he finally gets it. He gets the WWE Championship, and he holds it the longest, one of the longest reigns of all time, over 400 days with that title. And, I mean, that's just amazing. And uh, he just, he made it, he made it fun. And his feud with John Cena for one of the greatest Matches of all time at Money in the Bank, where CM Punk retained the WWE Championship. His contract expired, and he left the building until he came back just a few days later. <laughs> yeah, I should have waited on that one a little bit, but whatever. Whatever, Vince. Whatever you want to do, I reckon. But uh, CM Punk, the, the savior of the PG era, and then whenever he left, oh my gosh. 
Oh. WrestleMania 28, he was in the match with Chris Jericho. It was an okay match. Some people try to say that it stole the show. It did not. Do not let them fool you. It did not. Um, the greatest match at WrestleMania 28, um, you can say Rock versus Cena, but the end of an era match with Triple H and uh, The Undertaker with Shawn Michaels as a special guest referee, without a doubt. That, that's probably the best match of the night. Um, then you move on to the next year, WrestleMania 29. CM Punk has lost his WWE Championship that he retained at WrestleMania 28. He has lost it at the following Royal Rumble to The Rock to set up a once-in-a-lifetime match to be twice in a year. Wow. Thanks again there, Vince. A terrible, terrible WrestleMania event with a terrible, terrible main event. And CM Punk fights The Undertaker in the match of the night. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's CM Punk. I mean, just coming in and WrestleMania 29, doing that with the Undertaker, and then going to the Royal Rumble, uh, and then that's it. That's it for old CM Punk. He is gone to pursue a career in MMA, where he gets the living crap beat out of him against Mickey Gall. But of course, he will be fighting again in Chicago UFC. Hmm, not sure what number it is. I should have looked that up, shouldn't I? Uninformed podcaster here. Golly. Or should I have should I have admitted that? I don't know. Alright, but CM Punk, yeah, he's doing that. He will be in Chicago. Will we see a CM Punk versus Kenny Omega match? I know it would be huge. Could you imagine hearing this at Chicago? I mean, absolutely amazing. And then I mean, Kenny Omega's up there talking. Hey, I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. I'm Kenny Omega. Yeah, I'm a cleaner. And then you hear a cult of personality. Hey, my gosh. In living color. What a song, guys. And CM Punk's coming out to it. Getting ready to kick some butt. Amazing. Amazing. Yes, but CM Punk, he leaves WWE. And then he leaves us with the second most annoying chant of all time, with the what chants, and the CM Punk chants, that is second. What chant, that is without doubt the worst chant ever. Thank you, Stone Cold. Gee, thanks for everything that you've done. You were great while you were here, but now that you're gone, all there is is what chants, and we all hate them, except for the 15 who cheer them and get the other crowd to cheer them. We hate you all. Now with the CM Punk chants. He's not coming back. He's not. He doesn't care. He took his ball. He went home. He thinks he has too much pride. I mean, little baby. He was sitting there. He said, oh, I didn't get to main event WrestleMania. Yeah, well, you're not The Rock and you're not John Cena either. So get over it, you big baby. I mean, good grief. Stay there one more year. You main event WrestleMania 30. I guarantee it. I mean, can you just, I mean, WrestleMania 31, the main event could have been you versus Daniel Bryan. WrestleMania 32, the main event could have been you versus Daniel Bryan. Main event at WrestleMania 33 could have been you versus Daniel Bryan. But no, we get Roman freaking Reigns. And that's exactly where we are today with the WWE hates us. Is wrestling getting popular or is wrestling getting less popular? I think WWE is getting less popular. And I think independent wrestling is getting more popular. Because the WWE fans are moving to independent wrestling to get away from Roman Reigns and Vince McMahon and terrible, terrible decisions and a boring product that they have 
right now. We'll be right back. Yep, there's CM Punk, and now we're talking about Roman Reigns, the never-ending push, the knock-off Superman, Superman punch, rip-off, spear rip-off, man who wrestles in a bulletproof freaking vest. I mean, good freaking grief. I want to get one thing out of the way, though. Should I admit this? I'm really not sure because every single wrestling fan listening to this might spit in my face and might puke or might spit on their camera. I hope you don't see my face. You may make fun of me. I don't know. Whatever. You may think it's great. I don't know. But anyway, this this might get under your skin, and I apologize. I apologize. We all have different opinions. That's what makes us people. Roman Reigns, the reason he is big, because of the shield. The shield members consisted of Roman Reigns, of course, Dean Ambrose, and Seth Rollins. I did not like the shield. I apologize for saying that. No, actually, I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to my guns here. I did not like the shield, and I have never liked the shield. I didn't see the point in them. I thought it was awful. I mean, they debuted with freaking turtlenecks on. Black, long sleeve turtlenecks. Wow. You guys are spooky. You guys are going to come over and take take over. Get me a break. I hated the Shield. I hated the Shield, but they had a good little rivalry there with Evolution of Triple H, Batista, and Randy Orton. I love that. I love that. I hated the Shield. hated everything about it. I hate Roman Reigns. I hate Dean Ambrose. And I didn't like Seth Rollins until he took that chair and he smacked Roman Reigns right in the back with it and then beat the crap out of Dean Ambrose and joined the authority. Did not like Roman Reigns, or did not like Seth Rollins until then. Still don't like Roman Reigns. Still don't like Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose is hurt right now. I hope he gets better. I hope for no injuries to any performer. But I do not like Dean Ambrose. I do not, do not like Roman Reigns. I wish Roman Reigns would have had a freaking football career so he wouldn't be in wrestling ruining every single Monday night, every single Sunday night. Oh, oh, Roman I hate you. I hate you. I hate Roman Reigns. Whatever your real name is, I mean, you're a nice guy. But I do not like, I do not like Roman Reigns. You win everything. And whenever you don't win, we know that you're going to win the very next match because you're a little Superman with your stupid little Superman punch that you got from some, that all UFC fighters ever, and your stupid little spear that you got from every single wrestler ever. I mean, you get Goldberg, Rhino, Edge, good grave that just keeps going on and on and on. Everybody does spears nowadays. And anybody can do a dang Superman punch. And you can't even, you're not even supposed to punch. It's in the rules to have an open fist whenever you hit somebody. It makes no sense. Why are we consistently going against the rules? And why is a no DQ match ended on a double countout? That makes no sense. And that was that backlash between Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles where they kicked each other in the nether regions and fell down for a 10 count. I mean, good lord, you get hit there 80 freaking times. Just stand up a little bit. Jeez. <sighs> Is wrestling beginning, is wrestling still popular? Can we say yes and no? Is that how this works? I think we can, because I'm the one talking here. Um, WWE is still, is still a landmark in sports entertainment. Now, Ring of Honor, less popular. Impact Wrestling, 
more popular. Combat zone wrestling is staying the way it is. With the, I mean, I, I like watching combat zone wrestling every now and then, but it's just staying where it is. It's flatlining. It's just where it's at. It ain't going down, it ain't going up. It's just staying right where it's at. Neutral with no combat zone. <sighs> Impact wrestling, yes, going up. New Japan Pro Wrestling is is gaining much, much popularity. And we'll talk about them in just a second. Everybody was kung fu fighting. I figured that was a nice segue into New Japan Pro Wrestling. Racist? No! Get out of my face with that racist stuff. Yes, everybody was kung fu fighting. New Japan Pro Wrestling, though, is not kung fu fighting. It is wrestling, and it is fantastic wrestling. Why? Because they have the greatest freaking talent there today. Names that I can pronounce, not necessarily, but great freaking athletes, yes. Okada versus Omega is the one of the greatest wrestling trilogies of all time. I mean, you can look at Flair, Steamboat, Rock, Austin, but Omega versus Okada... I mean, it's at least, it, it's top three of all time. I mean, I kind of want to put it at one just because I was able to see this and just see the history that this has had and just see the amazing matches that these two have been able to put on. I mean, you go to Wrestle Kingdom where Okada wins. What an amazing match. Then you go on and they fight to a one-hour time limit draw. Then you move on. Kenny Omega, he's get the hand up. Got the hand up over Okada. And now we're getting ready for a fourth match. No time limit. And I just cannot wait. But Okada versus Omega, two of the greatest stars in wrestling right now. I don't care what Jim Cornette says. Kenny Omega is an amazing, amazing wrestler. So are the Young Bucks. So is the Bullet Club. The Bullet Club is the greatest wrestling faction in sports entertainment today. I'd really call it wrestling than sports entertainment, but I'll say sports entertainment just so I can categorize everybody. But I hate that phrase. Let's just say wrestling. Bullet Club is the best faction in wrestling there is today. Of course, hands down. Nowhere is, no one else is even close. But why is New Japan so popular? It's because they have the best matches and they have the best fighters and they give it everything. The Never Openweight Championship, those matches are some of the hardest hitting matches I've ever seen. That crap is crazy. Um, their popular is getting much, much better. They're getting much, much more popular. And it's happening because they take care of the product, and they they try to go out there. They try to make the fans happy, and they actually have storylines. Of course, they're in Japanese, so i got to have a translator every now and then. But it's fantastic. And that's what I'm thinking is is what's doing this. Um, you got to take pride. you got to take pride. WWE does not care anymore. It's like... If if you ever play WWE 2K 2K18 2K17, you get WWE Universe mode. It's like it's like Vince McMahon is just doing WWE 2K Universe mode, and it's the most boring freaking crap to watch nowadays. The matches suck. There are no storylines. There's no reason for the matches. It's just like, hey, you're fighting tonight, okay? Well, I mean, why am I? Why am I? Why do I want to fight this guy? Because we told you to. Because you get paid to fight. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Instead of having a storyline like you're supposed to have. WWE, Monday Night Raw, and Tuesday Night SmackDown. Live. SmackDown Live. It's, ugh. It's a chore to watch. It really is. It's a chore to keep up with. It is no longer fun to keep up with. I try not to be negative. I try to just watch. I try to just be a fan. 
but it's a chore to watch. It is very, it is just, it's just awful. It's just awful now. It's just watching two dudes wrestle for 30 minutes, then watching women wrestle for 50 minutes because of the women's revolution, then watch another woman's match, then another woman's match, and then a 50-man tag team match at the end of the main event, and then 20 minutes of talking, and then another Divas match, and then a one-on-one match between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. I mean, good grief, that's all you get. Oh, man. And commercial, commercial, commercial. I went to the SmackDown Live episode before WrestleMania. There was at least three minutes. I mean, you had Charlotte and Natalya fight for at least an hour and a half. Or at least that's what it felt like. It meant absolutely nothing. It accomplished absolutely nothing. And then her and Oscar come up there, and Oscar's like, You're not running for Oscar. And then it's just like, good God, just get this over with. Then they go out there to WrestleMania and they have the second best match, third best match. Uh, best match was Ronda Rousey, a freaking fighter. I mean, <laughs> Ronda Rousey has not wrestled a single match in her entire career. Her whole life, she's never wrestled a match. MMA, of course, she has an MMA background. She goes in to WrestleMania and puts on the best freaking match of the night because that WrestleMania was a stinker. It was awful. And just stay away from New Orleans. There's some bad voodoo down there. With the wrestling world. But. I think. There's a reason why NXT is so popular. It's a more intimate setting. It's way. Way more intimate setting. WWE. Thrown out there. Wrestlers go out there and do stuff. And you better not get yourself over. You better not get anybody to chant Rusev Day. For old Rusev. You better not get anybody to chant 10. For old Ty Dillinger. Because if you get over without our permission. You're punished. And you're just going to keep on being punished. Why? I don't know. I thought that was the whole point. I mean, could you imagine them punishing Stone Cold Steve Austin for Austin 316? Could you imagine that? Could you imagine The Rock for getting punished for all the 80 things that he says, all his 15,000 one-liners, his catchphrases and everything? I mean, could you imagine? Uh, Could you imagine DX? For saying suck it. Being punished for that. Completely different wrestling world. Let them, let them have freedom. Let them go over there and get themselves over. Let, the, let us cheer about these guys. There's a reason NXT is getting... That's one, there's a reason why people watch NXT. It was down for a little bit. But now it's getting... It's going right back to greatness. With Adam Cole, Ricochet, all those guys. They're giving you a fantastic product now. And Triple H is running it. Will Triple H do better than WWE? I don't know. He hasn't really done anything with NXT, if you want me to be honest with you. You take independent wrestlers, you go out there and you say, you do the same 80,000 super kicks you were doing in Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, overseas, and go do it for NXT. And people are like, yay. Triple H, have you done some storylines? Yes, yes, okay, yes. Have you grown any stars? Honestly, no. Huh, no. Tyler Breeze? Wow, he's doing great now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Smojo. Impact Wrestling. Popular from Impact Wrestling. I mean, just the whole host. Finn Balor. Popular from Japan. Seth Rollins. Popular from Ring of Honor. Daniel Bryan. Popular from Ring of Honor. Adam Cole. Popular from Ring of Honor. Let's just move on, though. That'll be another episode later. NXT. Good, bad, or ugly. Or beautiful. Whichever one you want to say. But is wrestling getting more popular or less popular? I think it's just fine where it's at. Changes need to be made. Oh, heck yes. Oh, heck yes. But as far as being scared for nobody liking wrestling, there's plenty of people who like wrestling. And every single wrestling event you go to, 
It's a freaking grown man wearing a title belt. And yes, one of them will be me now, because I now have a title belt. And that's another thing. The PG era for the kids. Yes, the kids are buying your John Cena t-shirts and your Roman Reigns t-shirts, but that's it. They don't care, man. It is adults. It is grown men in that freaking audience. I mean, look anywhere. When they cut to the crowd, there are no kids there. It is men. It is grown men and grown women who were dragged by their boyfriends or husbands to come to it. That's all it is. Go back. Make it. Make it. Make it wrestling. And make it real. And make it mean something. And don't just barely give us any anything. I mean... The children, yes, they're watching it. Yes, I understand they buy merchandise. But I guarantee they're not spending as much money as the adults on it. So don't give me that bullcrap. Because I ain't seen no kid walking around with no $1,000 replica championship belt. I have seen the grown men doing it, though. And one grown woman. And I was like, yes, finally, a woman who's a wrestling fan. It is possible. But is, the, is wrestling getting popular or less popular? I think it's at a stalemate right now. Can it get more popular? Yes, it can get more popular if WWE tries to make it more popular. WWE needs to put more effort into their storylines. It does not need to be this simulated WWE universe mode that we're getting right now. Roman Reigns needs to be stopped right now. Daniel Bryan. Uh, just let them go out there and have some fun matches for the crowd to chant and say that yes thing 80,000 freaking times. How can nobody get tired of that? But for some reason, the fans have not, so just keep on with Daniel Bryan. Good little dude. Make his beard continue to grow out. John Cena, bring him in there. People cheer him all day long, but we'd rather see him than Roman Reigns. And that is just how much we hate Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, a heel turn? No! No, he's going to get booed either way. Nobody likes you, Roman Reigns. You suck. Okay? So, <laughs> heel turn? Yeah, you're going to get booed, but it's just because we just don't like you. We just don't want you to win ever, ever. Sorry, Roman. But something's got to change in your character. I'll be right back. So that's just, a, I mean, a little look at NJPW and NXT. I'm um, just skipping around. Yes, um, a little bit of information I, I gave to you all for this first episode. I'm about to wrap it up here in just a second. I'm um, talking about Roman Reigns, you know, in the Shield. Yes, I apologize for not liking them at all. Um, I do like Seth Rollins, though. I do not like Roman Reigns, and I still don't like Dean Ambrose. I do not understand what the big thing is with Dean Ambrose. I mean, he looks like a mechanic at Walmart. He looks like he'd be installing some tires at, at Walmart. Actually, Walmart dresses better than he does. He looks like some dude walking outside and cutting grass. Looks like just a regular person. And then he acts like he's got, like, <sighs> Tourette's or something. He's weird. He's just a weird guy. No offense to anybody with Tourette's. You're a nice people. Dean Ambrose, I don't like him. He's an okay wrestler. Only thing he does is pop into the ropes, come back with a little clothesline, and that's it. And then he goes, bleh, 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 with his stupid little blonde hair. Roman Reigns. You belong in head and shoulders commercials, not in pro wrestling. Seth Rollins. Keep doing what you're doing, but we need you to go back to the way you were. The champion mentality. Is wrestling getting more popular? Is wrestling less popular? I've mentioned it many times by just saying it's about the same, but it needs to become, it needs to be getting better. It needs to become more popular in order to be able to stick around. 
WWE, you need to put some effort into it in order for there to be a then, now, forever. For there to be a forever. And your slogan, you need to have some dadgum effort in your storylines, in your matches, in your shows. Give us some. Give us a break. Give your fans some help. Make us want to buy your merchandise. Make us want to watch your wrestling, and we will not give up on you. We will not say hashtag cancel the network. We will not say uh, hashtag this freaking sucks. We will not thumbs down. We will not berate you. We will not chant what. We will not chant CM Punk. Give us something worth watching. Give us something worth watching. We'll watch it, and we'll love it, and we'll be a whole lot less negative, I guarantee it. Can you make everyone happy? No. Whenever you try to make everyone happy, you end up making everyone mad. But can you put some effort into it and make it watchable? Yes. Yes, you can. And we will buy your merchandise. And we will buy your tickets. And we will sell out house shows. We will sell out live shows. We will sell out pay-per-views. And we'll fit 200,000 people at WrestleMania. I guarantee it. If you give us some effort, World Wrestling Entertainment. Thank you so much for listening to this very first episode of The World's a Ring. Now let's get out there and let's fight, because the world's a ring. Again, this is your host, Kyle Davis, saying thank you again so much. Like my group, or get invited. Try to join my group on Facebook, the Facebook Wrestling Organization, the FWO. Get on on there. Enter. Join. Let's talk some wrestling, and let's get some more podcasts. And if you want to be on this podcast, get the Anchor app. And we'll get a time ready, and we'll talk together. And I'll have some co-hosts. And I'll have a lot of co-hosts. And I'm trying to get a popular co-host to come on here. A good wrestler. A popular wrestler. I'm not going to spoil anything, because I don't want to get anyone's hopes up. I don't want to get my hopes up, honestly. And then it fall through. But I have been in talks with him. A pro wrestler who has fought with WWE. Who is actually still contracted. By WWE. That's the only hints I've given. Thank you again for listening. This has been the very first episode of The World's a Ring. Is rationally popular? Is it less popular? You decide. Up to me. It can get a whole lot more popular. Wrestling will never go away, folks. Is it? You can call it fake. You can call us little kids for watching it. It's never going to go away. We're always going to have wrestling, whether it's in our backyard or whether it's on USA Network, Fox, whether it's on WWE Network, whether it's on the Global Wrestling Network. There will always be wrestling, I promise you. Thank you again for listening. And just continue to follow me. Subscribe. Favorite me. This is the World's a Ring on the Anchor app. Thank you again for listening. Y'all have a great rest of your day, rest of your night. And in case you don't hear me, thank you again. Love you all. You have a wonderful rest of your time. See y'all. Bye.